Warning, Seriously Strange covers topics that may frighten or disturb you. Viewer discretion is advised. Beneath the surface of the ocean, there exists many massive ecosystems we have yet to discover. Creatures which we have never seen hide from the sun's light, living and dying without a single moment of human interaction. And indeed, we may never know just how many thousands of species have lived out this cycle without human discovery. As our ocean continues to lose its shark population to excessive hunting, some species remain of the least concern when it comes to survival. Sharks have been on our planet for hundreds of millions of years, surviving more than one mass extinction event. Some of these species are even considered living fossils, including the rarely seen frilled shark. This breed of shark maintains several features that make it appear quite primitive compared to its better-known relatives. The frilled shark only grows to about 7 feet in length. Instead of the usual gray you'll see on other species, the frilled shark looks more like an eel with its dark brown skin. Its dorsal, pelvic, and anal fins alongside its fringed gill slits make its appearance seem similar to animals from the age of dinosaurs. As it is not often observed in the wild, it is assumed that it may lunge forward at prey like a snake. It typically dwells between 39 and 5,200 feet below the surface, although it does appear in Japan's Suruga Bay as close as 524 feet below the surface. The frilled shark's teeth look like needles. They are sharp and very capable of snatching up squids and other cephalopods. While they may pose no threat to human beings, they rarely make it into captivity due to their tendency to remain in the depths of the ocean. No matter how big the creatures of the deep get, there's always going to be something small enough to sneak by the bigger predators. The deeper you find life in the crushing depths, the stranger these creatures become. The fang-toothed fish is hideous first and foremost. Its gaping mouth comes equipped with the largest proportioned teeth of any fish. These fish only reach about 6 inches in size at most. Their mouths also feature mucus cavities and serrated edges. Their eyes are almost on top of their heads and their fins are spineless. They rarely appear close to the surface and are known as one of the deepest living fish in the world, inhabiting the ocean as far down as 6,500 feet. They sometimes rely on dumb luck to bump into their food when they aren't devouring as much zooplankton as they can find. Ugly and low on the food chain, the fangtoothed fish can stay right where it belongs, deep within the ocean, away from sight. Aquatic life can be fascinating when it comes to adaptation. Well, beneath the ocean's surface, you'll find the oddest defense mechanisms. You'll even find fish who have developed unique methods of luring their prey. Perhaps the most unique method comes from the anglerfish. 
a carnivorous fish, the anglerfish dwells about 3,000 feet below the surface. Just like the fangtooth, they bear sharp, vicious-looking fangs that jut at an angle, perfect for snatching their prey by surprise. Their name comes from a glowing, dangling growth on their head that serves to lure smaller fish into their range. Horrific and deadly, the angler can reach up to 100 pounds. You won't likely find this fish on your plate, but if you do, you'll be pleasantly surprised. It's been said to taste similar to lobster tail. Ever since Jaws tore up the box office in 1975, sharks have become popular enemies in film. Dozens of shark movies are made every year, sometimes with ridiculous premises like Sharknado. If you think the gimmicks in those movies are unbelievable, there are bizarre versions of sharks you can find if you are 300 feet below the surface. The goblin shark is one of the longest-lasting species on the planet, having derived from a lineage of sharks over 125 million years ago. Similar to the frilled shark, it doesn't sport the traditional gray skin of its larger relatives. Its pink skin gives it a strange appearance. The eyes rest almost at the top of its head, giving it an appearance of a low-intelligence creature. This pales in comparison to its very odd-shaped snout, protruding jaws, and teeth shaped like jagged nails. The goblin shark also sports tiny fins and a plump body, suggesting that it is not as quick or speedy as other species of sharks. Its nose allows it to detect electric fields, making prey easier to capture. While it poses no threat to humans, its meat is not desirable. This is one shark that may prowl your nightmares, but it won't be washing ashore on a beach near you anytime soon, as the goblin shark rarely comes up from the depths and is a rare sight to see even for deep-sea divers. Eels aren't exactly the scariest creature to come from the ocean. They may be a bit creepy the way they slither through the water, but there's little to fear. With that said, the deeper you find yourself in the ocean, the freakier nature shapes its monsters. The pelican eel, also known as the gulper eel, is actually a deep-sea fish and not a true eel. It still sports a snake-like body, but a pelican eel's distinguishing feature is its terrifyingly large mouth. The pelican eel's name comes from the fact that its mouth is similar to pelican birds that reside hundreds of feet above these fish on the surface. All it has to do to catch its prey is unhinge its jaw, giving it the appearance of a massive, powerful head. In reality, there's no muscle or power behind the wide-open maw. Pelican eels stick to feasting on small crustaceans that can be snapped apart by its small teeth. These creepy fish can be found as deep as 1,600 to 9,800 feet below the surface, making them one of the deepest residing animals featured on our list. If hell exists, there's no doubt it's full of terrifying creatures. Much of the mythology associated with hell borrows from actual animals found in our planet's ecosystems. The vampire squid is certainly unique when compared to its fellow cephalopods. Despite its name, it was originally believed to be an octopus before being reclassified in a separate order where it was the last of its kind. 
It's one of the smallest creatures on our list today, only reaching about six inches in size. The vampire squid's tentacles are all bound by a webbing that gives the vampire squid the appearance of flying through the water, much like a vampire flies using its cape in some cases. Once their oral cavity is opened, its tentacles are covered in small spines that resemble the teeth of a vampire. It also has the peculiar trait of being able to create flashes of light as long as several minutes, making prey or predator disoriented. The vampire squid resides in some of the deepest, darkest parts of the ocean, between two and 3,000 feet. They are able to survive in very low light and low oxygen environments, thanks to their larger gills. You'll likely never encounter one of these vampiric animals, but don't worry, they are no threat to humans and prefer to eat the feces, not blood, of other animals to survive. We've already seen two very different but equally freaky breeds of deep sea sharks. For a group of animals that have survived on this planet for so long, there really never is a source of fascination for them or their variety. This final shark on our list may give you some insight into just how many different species are floating in the ocean, surviving whatever way possible. The Megamouth shark's name lacks subtlety. It floats through the ocean with its gigantic maw wide open, collecting plankton and jellyfish wherever it can. Its mouth is lined by disturbingly shaped lips that have a rubbery texture. These sharks are so rare that they have only been caught about 60 times according to human records. By day, they swim up to 520 feet below the surface, and at night, they are only about 80 feet below the surface. It swims very slowly, making it susceptible to larger, more vicious breeds of shark and other apex predators. The Megamouth is nothing special in terms of unique traits, but it is certainly one of the rarest species in the ocean. It just goes to show that you never know what you'll find the further into the sea you search. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Bloody FM presents Hometown Ghost Stories, a paranormal podcast that investigates a new town every week, bringing you all the hauntings, from haunted houses to castles, bridges to asylums, wandering spirits to demons. Over 100 episodes covering different towns all over the world. Tune in to Hometown Ghost Stories live on YouTube every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern or on any podcast platform and find out if your hometown is haunted. Naturally, many of the deep ocean's creatures have no place in other ecosystems. Their bizarre genetic mutations may not even allow them to survive in places with low water pressure. In other cases, their genetics have allowed them to become some of the most beautiful creatures on our planet, and equally as deadly. The blue-ringed octopus derives its name from the many pulsating blue rings that appear on its body. Its yellow skin and brown spots are lined with such a vibrant color that it is truly breathtaking. This alluring creature hides deep in the ocean in crevices while camouflaging themselves as they wait for prey. These stealthy predators consume crabs and shrimp, but their deadliness doesn't just come from their cunning attacks. One blue-ringed octopus has enough venom inside its body to kill almost 30 full-grown human beings within mere minutes. The venom causes nausea, respiratory arrest, and heart failure, along with paralysis. 
Their primary instinct is to flee from harm, but if they feel backed into a corner, they will attack. This can be apparent by its rings pulsating and brown spots darkening. While they are a deep sea creature, they will also live in shallow reefs and tide pools, so approach with caution. Messing with one may be the last thing you ever do. Deep sea giganticism is the tendency of some species deep within the ocean to grow to extraordinary sizes compared to relatives who dwell in the shallower parts of the ocean. There is no absolute answer as to why this happens. It could be because of adaptation to food scarcity, intense deep sea pressure, or the chilling cold of the ocean depths. Either way, some of the largest, most horrific beasts are floating too deep for us to document. Sometimes they can take on mythological proportions, and occasionally myths become reality. You may have already heard about giant squids from popular culture. Once depicted as the Kraken in fiction, the giant squid has only recently been seen in its natural habitat. In 2004, the Japanese were able to take still images of a living sample. In 2012, another one was filmed off the island known as Chikijima near Tokyo. They normally reside between 900 and 3,000 feet below the surface, far deeper than any other of its species. Their build is very similar to other squids, bearing a mantle, eight arms, and two longer tentacles, all lined with suction cups. They also bear small fins used to navigate as they rhythmically pulse through the deep ocean. It also has the distinction of having the largest eyes of any living creature aside from its equally hideous relative, the colossal squid. Their only known predators are sperm whales and possibly sharks when they are in their infancy. These gigantic creatures could very well give you nightmares, but rest assured, they rarely come up from the deep sea. It's not surprising our freakiest deep sea creature plays off of one of the most common fears. Spiders and other long-legged critters seem to have a knack for freaking people out. It's no surprise that the ocean is home to long-legged anthropods. Many seafood lovers have probably dined out on crab before, but imagine the terror you would feel if you saw this oversized marine crab coming your way. The Japanese spider crab has an incredible leg span of up to 18 feet, and they can weigh up to 42 pounds. Found mostly off of the southern coast of the Japanese island Honshu, they prefer deep-sea areas between 160 to about 2,000 feet deep. They tolerate water that hovers around 50 degrees Fahrenheit and prey upon both plants and animals. Sometimes a scavenger, they are versatile, horrific creatures known for causing serious injuries with their claws. They are considered a delicacy to some, but outside of Suruga Bay, you won't have to worry about them showing up on your shores or your dinner plate anytime soon. A very small percentage of the ocean has ever been explored, leaving much to the unknown. But much like above the surface, there are great mysteries below it as well.
According to Mayans, there's a strong belief that underwater caves hold access to the underworld and even homes of the gods. For years, local villagers of Yucatan, Mexico have feared what lies within the underwater cave archaeologists like to call Sokwayum. Countless taboos and stories of a legendary feathered serpent that protects the site have caused many to avoid the area. Villagers describe the animal as a horrific hybrid that lurks around trees, making sure no one goes near its sanctuary. With such a dark presence, the site has become excluded from city boundaries, leaving behind a mystery to what's inside. Researchers eventually took action only to discover what they were afraid to discover. In 2013, Bradley Russell and his team at National Geographic spent weeks preparing themselves for the excursion. Prior to the entrance, a ritual ceremony was held known as the Calming of the Earth, a sacred peace offering that enabled the team to work on the site without any fatal occurrences. Once proceeding into the underwater cave, researchers were fascinated to find multiple narrow chambers that made it difficult to swim into. However, once making it past the first chamber, researchers uncovered something they'd never thought they'd discover. Upon further inspection, researchers found the eerie sight of skeletons, many of which belonged to adults, children, and even animals. Not just skulls, but multiple bones were documented during their research. It was noted that any skulls recovered were unusually elongated and deformed. This baffled and intrigued the team. It's still currently unknown how long the bones have been lying deep in the dark. The team has questioned why the remains would be underwater, and how they managed to be buried in between boulders, hiding deep into chambers. Further research is being conducted on the remains and their ties into their watery burial ground. For a long time, it's been a mystery as to how ancient civilizations were able to construct such incredible structures. In 1985, Japanese diving instructor Kiyachiro Arataki found his passion in observing sharks and enjoyed his frequent visits to Yonaguni-jima Island with tourists. It was supposed to be a regular day for him, however, while looking for a good place to observe hammerhead sharks, Kiyachiro discovered what he believed were ancient pyramids submerged at the bottom of the ocean. Much controversy was speculated until 1996 when a team of marine geologists were able to inspect the site. Masaki Kimura and his team at the University of Ryukyu's in Japan dedicated over 15 years of research to uncover a 10,000-year-old Japanese ancient civilization that once roamed the bottom of the ocean floor, connected with man-made roads and water lines. Due to rising water levels, the ruins eventually flooded, leaving behind artifacts and the remains of what was a city. Many researchers believe the monument was created by wave erosion, while others argue that humans built the city thousands of years ago. The amount of attention given to the Yonaguni Monument has caused it to become a popular tourist attraction for experienced divers around Japan. The Yonaguni Monument has now been dubbed the Japanese Atlantis, and continues to be explored by researchers today with just as many questions as always. If you're looking to get into treasure hunting, then the ocean just may be a pretty decent place to start. Jay Mizkovich was an amateur treasure hunter and diver who made one of the largest discoveries in sunken treasure history. In 2010, he was at a local bar having some drinks by himself when a friend approached him with an investment he would never forget. His friend presented him with a treasure map, 
one he guaranteed would lead him to the whereabouts of beautiful emeralds that would surely profit him millions of dollars. Though he was skeptical and financially unstable, Jay agreed to purchase the map for $500 and sought his way to Key West, Florida shortly after. With no money and a thrill-seeking personality, Jay was eager to turn his debts into fortunes. Jay took off with his diving partner named Steve and followed the coordinates, leading them 40 miles off the coast where the two dove to the bottom of the ocean. It was a few hours into their investigation when Jay came across multiple beer cans and junk. However, with luck, he eventually discovered thousands of green emeralds hiding underneath a bed of sand. The fortunate luck of finding the emeralds off the coast of Key West allowed him to convince hundreds of investors to put up hundreds of thousands of dollars for Jay's findings. It was estimated that Jay and his partner found and brought up over 150 pounds of emeralds back to shore. With their success, both men formed an enterprise where investors from New York and Washington invested nearly half a million dollars into the findings of more Colombian emeralds. It didn't take very long for Jay's success to come crumbling down, after investors began asking for more than what Jay bargained for. Luck would turn against him when his enterprise was sued for fraudulence. Investors took to U.S. courts after stating that Jay and his partner purposely scattered low-quality emeralds into the ocean, where they would sell the gems for much more than they were worth. During the months following into the trial, police found Jay's body in an unoccupied yard, holding a 12-gauge shotgun in his hand after he shot himself in the head, committing suicide. His suicide note listed the contact information where police could find his family members and the funeral home where he wanted his arrangements held. Court appearances for Jay's business partner are currently being held. No conclusion has been made in the unfortunate findings. The Emerald Treasure being a scheme has not been confirmed, and some believe Jay committed suicide from fear of financial ruin. Ever stood in the ocean and had something scramble across your feet? Probably a crab. Probably. The ocean can provide entertainment for many people, from scuba diving to fishing and surfing. But with over 95% of the ocean undiscovered, it's full of more mystery than excitement. And sometimes that mystery can turn a fun day at the beach into a rather terrifying memory. In 2006, a group of soldiers stumbled upon the carcass of a beast that had washed ashore. It was 15 feet long, but unlike most ocean creatures of its size, it possessed a beak and fur. Unsure of what the creature was, officials were notified, and the monster was quickly removed from the beach and never seen by the public again. Tests were conducted by Russian scientists to try to figure out what the beast was, but the scientists were only able to determine what the animal was not. By testing the bones and teeth, they concluded it was not an alligator, not a crocodile, and certainly not a fish. However, there are no records of tests confirming what the animal could have been, and the fur has stumped experts to this day. More recently, marine biologists have claimed that the creature is a beluga whale, based solely on examining photographs not supported by any scientific testing, like DNA testing. Nikolay Kim, an expert in oceanography, has added his opinion, stating he believed the monster to be a species of big dolphin. Nikolay was quoted saying, I can confidently say that this is some kind of dolphin. However, it has fur. It's unusual. Dolphins do not have fur. 
While the last part didn't come as much of a shock to anyone, Nicolay also doubts that the creature lived in the waters surrounding Sakhalin Island. Although many people, including experts, have weighed in on the identity of this creature, and many people have made their mind up on a reasonable conclusion for the creature, for many more, it remains a mystery to this day. In 2003, just after 5.30 p.m. on a Friday evening, Peter Bailey decided to take a walk across the South Beach in Wales, accompanied by his 18-week-old Siberian Husky, Maisie. The pair's routine night turned quickly into something of a nightmare when Peter's dog began running in circles and howling. Peter immediately ran up to his dog and stumbled upon a hideous, decomposing body. The carcass had the head of a horse, claws like a bear, and the body of a pig. The creature is also described as being slightly larger than three feet long, having a beak, claws, and almond-shaped eyes. Peter posted a photograph he had taken to Facebook where it was shared thousands of times and users wildly guessed at what the creature's identity could have been, ranging from a wild boar to a sea lion, a hippo, or perhaps a horse. Dr. Dan Foreman, a professor from Swansea University's College of Science, stated it's difficult to say what exactly it is, but he suggested that its five toes indicates that it could be a badger. Some others claim it's a dog whose body had become bloated due to the amount of time spent in the water. After receiving a copy of a photograph of the beast, Tenby Vet suggested it could be a badger, but both Folly Farm and Pembrokeshire College's animal care team believe that it's a dog, specifically a bull terrier type dog. After the body disappeared from the beach, it's believed to have washed back into the ocean, and with it, the identity of this mysterious creature. September 25th, 1808. Following a storm on Stronze Island in Scotland, locals discovered a strange animal lying against the rocks on the southeast area of the island. At the time of discovery, the corpse was unable to be reached, so it was impossible to closely examine the unidentified monster. However, ten days later, a mighty gale of wind blew the decomposing remains to the shore. Upon discovery, the creature measured 55 feet long and 4 feet wide, but may have been longer while alive, since part of its tail appeared to be missing. The creature had three pairs of what appeared to be paws or wings. Its fins and back were lined with bristles that when stroked head to tail felt smooth, but when stroked reversely from tail to head felt rough. According to witnesses, the bristles glowed in the dark when wet in some form of bioluminescence. Its description closely resembled that of the Loch Ness Monster. The Natural History Society of Edinburgh was unable to identify the carcass and decided it was a new species. At the time, any attempt to identify the creature failed, and over 200 years later, the identity of this creature still leaves experts scratching their heads. On October 25, 1924, witnesses reported seeing a large white mass fighting two killer whales before swimming ashore and collapsing after a legendary triumph on the shores of Margate, South Africa. The event was so monumental that the beast received a name. He was called Trunco. The epic battle lasted an alleged three hours, where Trunco used his lobster-like tail to attack the whales. Witnesses also reported seeing Trunco lift himself 20 feet out of the water, stunning onlookers. 
Once beached on the shoreline, Trunkel was characterized as having eight inch long white fur, a tail like a lobster, a five foot long elephant like trunk, and a carcass that contained no blood. The animal was measured to be 47 feet in length, 10 feet wide, and 5 feet high. Witnesses reported that the trunk was attached directly to the animal's torso, and no head was visible. Also known as the fish-like polar bear, many believe Trunko was the carcass of a large whale or large shark. It's also commonly believed that the decaying flesh gave the appearance of fur and that the killer whales weren't exactly fighting Trunko as much as they were just feasting on a rotting corpse. Many others aren't convinced, believing Trunko was an undiscovered new species of whale, mutant shark, or possibly an albino southern elephant seal. Either way, Trunko has left quite the impression on those who have heard the story, inspiring a number of pieces of fan art throughout the years. That's all for now. Remember, you may not believe it, but anything is possible in a world so seriously strange. Thank you for listening. Be sure to follow the Seriously Strange podcast so you don't miss what we've got in store for you. Watch the shadows and stay alive out there. Thanks to all of you for your support. The Seriously Strange podcast is made possible due in part to contributions made by our listeners like you. So if you would like to keep the Seriously Strange podcast online and accessible, please consider pressing the link that says support the show in the description of any podcast episode. You can then choose your preferred way to donate and send a contribution our way because we can't do this without our listeners' support. If you decide to contribute... It's tremendously appreciated, and we thank you so much. We read every single message included with each contribution, so feel free to include your comments or even make a request for a future topic. Thanks for listening. We've got a lot more in store for you. Take care and enjoy your next episode.